Welcome to She Hustles Podcast, and I'm your host, Josira Santiago Hines. I'm a registered nurse turned into an entrepreneur, and I'm here to motivate you to finding true happiness and living your best life. If you love this episode, let me know, girl. Slide into my Instagram DM. Tag me that you're listening to this episode and say, Josira, I love this. This was super helpful. It's literally the way that I know what content to create for you. So show me love and don't forget to tag me. I would love to connect and talk with you. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to share with you a few things that I have coming up. She Hustles 24-7 Planner will be releasing for this holiday season. This is an all-in-one planner that includes a vision board section, positive habit trackers, meal planning section, journaling, affirmations, and so much more. In January, my magazine, Love the Skin You're In, will be releasing. If you have a product or service you want to advertise, I have a few slots left. But most importantly, you will have the opportunity to be on the next cover if you participate in my I Am My Own Cover Model Challenge starting January 6th. Signing up for this challenge will be open the week of Thanksgiving. Lastly, June 20th of 2020, my first annual She Hustles conference is happening. Tickets are on sale and now are $10 off until the end of this year. This event will be so fucking epic. I'll be teaching you how to level up your life and live your best life. You will learn the positive steps to eliminate your debt, start a healthy lifestyle without being on a diet, decrease your anxiety with self-care practices, and so much more. If you are interested in any of these, please email me at josirafitness at gmail.com and sign up links can be found in the show notes. Today, I have a special guest, registered nurse Lolita, who is my cannabis consultant teacher and the founder of Consume. She will be teaching you all about medical marijuana. Lolita, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Hey, thank you so much for having me. So I'm Lolita Cornegay. I am a registered nurse and I've been a registered nurse for about 15 or 16 years now, actually. Um, I'm also the founder of Cansum and Cansum is a network of licensed medical professionals that teach people how to use cannabis. Can you briefly tell me a little bit about the history of marijuana? Because after taking your training, I was like, wow. So I would love the world to know about this. Oh my God, I love the history of marijuana and I start my class out with telling everybody all about it. So essentially marijuana has been used since like 400 BC. So it's always been around since almost the beginning of time. But, you know, ancient societies use marijuana for the purpose of ceremonial purposes and for uh, medicinal purposes. They really didn't use it recreationally. We didn't start using marijuana recreationally until, until the early 19th century. Before that, it was a known medicine. So doctors all over the world would actually prescribe marijuana-based medicines to their patients to help them um, cure a lot of the symptoms and diseases that they had. And it wasn't until 1970s during the Nixon administration that marijuana became uh, a taboo thing. And he declared the war on drugs and scheduled and made it a Schedule One um, 
um, narcotic, which means that no one has easy access to it, in, which um, increased the ban on marijuana. So as a medical marijuana patient myself, I know that marijuana has helped me a lot with my sleeping patterns, with my anxiety, with my bloating. But I know that a lot of people are scared to take, you know, medical marijuana, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, cannabis. Um, can you briefly go into some benefits of medical marijuana? Here's the thing about, um, here's the one important fact that if anyone out there is listening to this, if you remember this, you will be ahead of the game. So the cool thing about um, cannabis is that it interacts with our endocannabinoid system. Every single living creature has an endocannabinoid system except for insects. And the purpose of our endocannabinoid system is to create homeostasis within our body. So essentially homeostasis means you're equal, you're level, everything is how it's supposed to be. Nothing's off, right? So with uh, cannabis, when it reacts with our endocannabinoid system, it creates that homeostasis within our body. Once you have homeostasis, you eliminate all of the disease, all of the sickness from your body. So essentially it's like God's gift to us to make sure that we stay healthy all the time. And that is so amazing because taking your training, it was like, I love that wheel that you gave us, which I'll share with you who are listening. There was this wheel that she showed us of like the different strains and everything that would help a certain diagnosis. Like literally everything can be helped with cannabis and it just makes me like insane that we're giving people these pharmaceuticals that make you worse versus medical marijuana that you know if you overindulge maybe you'll be a little high but you're not gonna die from it like Tylenol if you overtake it you know it's just so crazy why oh it's it's so frustrating like I don't even know <laughs> but you know you're telling the truth because if you look at TV, right, when they do one of those pharmaceutical commercials, um, underneath, you know, it says may cause dizziness, death, you know, <laughs> like a heart palpitation, <laughs> like, a million things. But just think, if they actually did a cannabis commercial, it wouldn't have any of those side effects. It's amazing. No. And then I also thought about, so when I left nursing, my last unit was the NICU. And we used to give our NISers, which is the drug-addicted babies, uh, morphine. And now that I think about it, I'm like, like we literally could have gave them a little bit of THC to calm those jitters down instead of morphine. And it's just now I'm just like angry on like, why, why are they doing this to people? And I just hope that with the, with the small change and political stuff that eventually will be federally open to everyone versus just certain states. I agree. <laughs> so as now that I am a cannabis consultant, I get this question a lot. How can someone get their medical marijuana card if they're interested? Well, here's the thing. In the United States, 33 states are medical, are, it's legal for you to use cannabis medically, and then 11 states you can use it recreationally. So if you're in one of those 33 states where you actually have to have a medical marijuana card, um, it's hard for me to give just an overall view of how to get the card because it's state specific. Each one of those 33 states has like a way 
that you get your medical marijuana card. Most of the time, though, what happens is you have to go to a specific doctor that can write you what we call a recommendation. And once you get that recommendation from that doctor, you can then take it to a state-specific dispensary to actually buy your marijuana. Awesome. I remember doing it myself when I was applying for Pennsylvania, which is where I live at. And it actually was a very simple, easy process. It was go onto the website, sign up, find the doctor local to you. Then, you know, I had to submit some paperwork that I had anxiety and all my background on why I wanted to use it. And then he applied for the card. I literally got my card within like four days and was able to go straight to the dispensary after that. What I really do love is because I know that you're in California. So our process is, is so different is that we actually do have pharmacists in the dispensary. But what I do love that what you created, the Camsoom, is having nurses who are the cannabis consultants that are able to at least direct direct them who are interested to doctors and then be able to um, do the dosaging. Because I honestly, Lolita, I wish I knew you when I like got my card because I completely, even with that pharmacist, I really still was kind of managing my doses doses all by myself because it was like you saw them once and then maybe they'll follow up with you one time and then that's it. Like that was it unless I pursued it. And I feel like I would have known what strains to stay away from or strains that were going to truly help me with, with sleep and insomnia without having the problems of like paranoia because that happens with certain strains for me. Um, so yeah, like I'm just, I'm just like really love what you're doing. Thank you so much. You know, and that was the light bulb for me too, because when I first started this journey, I was a, a patient, just like most of the people who are probably listening to this. I distinctly remember going into a dispensary and telling the bud tender that, you know, I had, um, I had fibroids and he looked at me like, what are those? <laughs> like he had no idea, you know, what fibroids were and what kind of cannabis I should use to help with my fibroid pain. So um, there was a huge gap in the industry regarding the education. So I created Cansum to actually fill that gap, to use nurses and doctors so that we can actually be the people who educate people on how to correctly use cannabis. Yes. And I love that. And I honestly noticed um, when you had sent us to the uh, Medman place, they were so much more educated than the people in Pennsylvania. Like I was just like, wow. Like I was in, it was like medical marijuana. It was not medical because we're in California, but it was like marijuana and it was like an Apple store. Like it was like I was just so amazed. I was like, wow, like this is such a difference between Pennsylvania, which is like, I cannot wait until we're recreational so that we can have the edibles and all that stuff. Um, but like you said, it, there's a huge gap on education, especially here in Pennsylvania. They don't know much. Like, they're just like, oh, uh, I think this might work. And they're not super confident compared to, I've noticed, you know, the, the people who work at MedMen. Yep, you're absolutely right. And so my goal, like one of the visions I have for Cansum is to have um, multiple nurses and doctors in every single city and every single state so that we're easily accept 
you know, easily um, available to patients when they have questions. But the good news is we have telemedicine, right? So you can easily hop on a call or hop on a Zoom or a Skype with someone um, that you trust. And that's why I created the directory so that people anywhere in the world can come to my website. They can look up um, a licensed medical professional who they feel comfortable with talking to, and they can actually have someone go on that cannabis journey with them. So I always get the question a lot, what is CBD and THC? Because for anxiety, there's a lot of uh, you know, new things of CBD and everybody's selling all types of CBD. And I get the common question, am I going to get high with this CBD? Um, and that is like, literally, I just got that question today. So can you tell our audience, what is the difference between CBD and TAC? Okay. So here's the way you need to think about it. Cannabis has over 113 different cannabinoids. And those cannabinoids are the different compounds that make up the cannabis. So if you look at it like a, a cake, when you're making a cake, you have butter, sugar, flour, all type of things. Those are your ingredients, right? So cannabis has 113 different quote unquote ingredients inside of it. CBD and THC are just two of the hundreds of ingredients inside. But those are the two most popular ingredients that everyone hears about all the time. And they're the most abundant ingredients. So THC actually is the psychoactive ingredient in cannabis that gets you high, where CBD is non-psychoactive and it will not get you high. However, when they work together, CBD and THC, they have what we call an entourage effect. So they help each other out and they are super powerful. Now you can separate them and use just THC or use just CBD and you will get great benefits from either one of those compounds or those ingredients. However, when you use what we call full spectrum and you use as many ingredients as you can from the cannabis plant, you'll get an even better result. And I would have to say that personally, I've seen that difference. So that when you told us to go check out Mad Men, I had bought something that was a mixture of CBD, THC, and CBN because of my anxiety. And I started to use is the, the strips, and it's called Shut Eye. So it was like help for sleep. And oh my God, Lolita, I'm like, how am I going to get more of this? Because we don't have it in Pennsylvania. But I, my anxiety has been so controlled. I, I'm my sleep, like I used to like go to sleep, even with my THC pills by itself, I used to go to sleep and still kind of wake up tired. So it was like, am I really getting the amount of sleep that I think I feel like I'm getting? So using that combination, I, I've been waking up like ready to tackle the day, not tired. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to like call Lolita and ask her, where can I get this? <laughs> It was, no, no, I think that you have a great testimony and that just goes to show when you use all of the ingredients together, you'll get an even better effect than when you just use one ingredient. And I hate to say, I wish that everything that we have in California or say people in Colorado, cause they have like a lot of stuff in Colorado too. I wish that everyone across the nation could experience the wonderful things that we have. But right now, because it's not federally legal, you can't transport it over state lines. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the whole pickup that we have right now exactly so i was telling my husband i have to go to california because i need some shit <laughs> <laughs> 
girl, when you come, come, and then we can go to that new cannabis lounge that they opened up, the first in the nation. What? I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm actually going to California again in May, but I will have probably one even before that for sure. So I'll definitely hit you up because I'm so interested in that. <laughs> what are the different strains of marijuana and what do you use them for? So um, the popular strains are cannabis sativa and cannabis indica. So if you think of indica like in the couch, that is primarily used if you want a body high, a heavy centered body high, which will typically put you in the couch. Like you want to go to sleep, your body is just completely relaxed. Now the um, the sativa strain, on the other hand, will give you more of a head high. And usually people want to use that if they're feeling creative, they want to do some writing, they want to go party, they will use the indica um, type of cannabis. Now, there's a new school of thought out there that says that the strains indica and sativa really don't matter when it comes to trying to get the effect that you want, because it's all about the placebo effect. So some people believe that whatever you think will happen is exactly what will happen when you take whichever strain you want to take. <laughs> so, um, so if you truly believe that the indica will make you go to sleep, it will make you go to sleep. If you believe that the sativa will perk you up, it will perk you up. But essentially that's what people think. And that's how um, history has taught us over the past 70 years. Awesome. My specific on why I asked you this question was that, you know, I live in Pennsylvania. It's not very easy for people to get their marijuana. So they buy from a drug dealer or the black market, whatever you want to call it. And they're like, Josiah, this one, like, like, I'm just, I, I just like went straight to sleep. Like, does that, does that happen to you? And I'm like, no, because during the day I, I take sativa and during the night I do indica. And they're like, what is that? So they literally, like these people who are buying from the black market, drug dealer, whatever you want to call them, um, these drug dealers don't know what you're selling either. So it's like, you don't, you don't know what you're taking. And then what I learned, you know, from your training is um, I've had people who bought bad weed and like got really sick and went to the ER. And um, that's the one thing was that I was against marijuana because I didn't know anything really about it until I hit rock bottom in January and I didn't know where else to run to. I was on Zoloft. I tried Selexa. I tried Buspar. I tried so, so much until I sat down with myself and I had a friend, like my friend smokes weed like crazy. And she's like, just smoke a joint. And I'm like, uh, if I do it, I'm going to do it the right way. So I started to watch Netflix documentaries. I started to do so much research on like, okay, is this a drug or is this really like a plant that's going to help me? And Netflix is, I definitely know that Netflix is pro marijuana because there are so many amazing documentaries in there. And the fact that it decreases cancer cells and stops uh, seizures and just it, the list goes on. But that's what made me open to it. And that's the reason why I got my medical marijuana card, because I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it legally because I don't know what these drug dealers are going to lace my marijuana with. And I'm just I'm a law abiding citizen, so I just can't see myself going like, you know, buying buying marijuana in the corner. So <laughs> oh, 
you're telling the truth. So the whole vaping epidemic is part of the black market too. You know, when you're buying something that is not from a licensed <laughs> dispensary, you know, then you don't know what's in it. It may look like it is something that's legal because they counterfeit the packaging or they put it into, you know, a bottle that looks similar to the real bottle that you buy. But once a black market um, manufacturer does whatever they do to it, they usually cut cut it down is what they call it. So they will actually take pure product and they will mix it with other substances so that they can stretch their product and make more of their product. And that's when people start getting sick because what are they cutting it with? Are they mixing um, your weed with grass from outdoors? You know, like you don't know what they're putting in that weed and, or are they mixing with potpourri? It, you know, like you just don't know. And so then you go to inhale it and now you're sick, you have pneumonia, you end up in the ICU and now you're completely against using cannabis or marijuana because you got sick from it. But in reality, you bought it from the guy on the corner and that's yes. the reason that happened. Yes, and I'm so glad you brought that up because um, as a patient, um, I presented it to my mom, like I had my vape pen. And because of the news, she was like, why are you vaping? Why are you vaping? And I was like, mom, no, I had to educate her until she was like, oh, that makes sense. So like, literally, I'm so glad that you did brought, brought that up. Cause that's like, everyone acts as that. Cause I'll have like my vape pen and they're like, oh my God, you're going to die. And I'm like, no, I'm not <laughs> like, as you know from my class, the media only tells us what they want us to know, and they can um, turn the story into something completely different than what it really is. So you have to be wary of the media and do your own research. Exactly. That's why I say it's always important is to be your own advocate, and Google is your best friend. Well, <laughs> you know, research too. You want like yeah. research articles, but Google gonna take you there. They'll find you a research paper to look at. <laughs> yeah. This is the most common question I get on Instagram. It's always like, Josira, what do you do when you get the munchies? So, do all strains make you hungry? <laughs> um, that's a good question. Um, I don't, you know what? I don't have a scientific answer for this. <laughs> so, I can only speak from anecdotal evidence, right? So, in my opinion, no, all strains do not make you hungry. Um, I know that I have used some cannabis and I do not get the munchies afterwards. And then there are certain cannabis, certain types of cannabis I use, and I'm immediately, you know, eating a bag of gummy bears. So, um, but what I have done personally, I can just tell you what I do so that I don't get the munchies to make sure like I don't gain 50 pounds or whatever, is that I always usually use cannabis at night and I always use it right after I eat a full meal. And I've noticed that if my stomach is already full, by the time the cannabis kicks in, I'm not hungry because my stomach is like full of food anyway. So I just kind of negate that. Now, if I do use the cannabis on an empty stomach, I definitely will have the munchies. <laughs> um, but also I noticed if, and that's with the THC forms, if you use just CBD by itself, I don't believe CBD gives you munchies. I've never had munchies off of just using CBD by itself. Uh, but primarily if you add the THC to it, that's when you're going to start to get hungry. Yes. And I would say from experience too, just like you, it was like certain strains did make me hungry, certain don't. But what I normally do is if I want to try a different strain, because in Pennsylvania, our strains change all the time. And I'm not sure if it's probably the same for you because you have to wait till it grows and all that stuff. Um, but I go on to leafly.com 
and I look up the strain and I look up because they always have like the side effects if it's going to make you hungry or dry mouth or whatever. But most importantly is that I look at the reviews. I'm like, because I, I want it for sleep and I want it for anxiety. So I like scroll down and I look and most of the time they'll tell you like, oh, this strain gave me the munchies. So if it did, I kind of stay away from it unless it's a treat meal for me. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to like do this. And then I'm going to be so starving because I'm taking this strain. And then, you know, I'll take that. But for the most part, I stay away from any of the ones that say, you know, it's going to make you hungry on leafly.com because it does tell you. But just like you said as well with uh, CBD never makes me uh, starving. It's definitely the THC by itself is what happens. And I take it at night and I go straight to sleep so I don't get the munchies. <laughs> so this happened to me a few months ago when I first started. And um, I know that I had vaped a little bit before going to Hooters. And then I took my nighttime medicine without you know, just like it's a regular day, took my nighttime THC pills. And I woke up like, I felt like I was gonna die. (laughs) Like I was dizzy. I was like, Oh, I don't like this feeling. So what happens when you overindulge? And is there a way to reverse that? Good question. So I'm glad you're calling it overindulge because that's <laughs> the term that I use all the time. Because essentially, if you take too much cannabis or cannabis too fast or too quickly, then you have a, a situation where you have overindulged, right? Um, that's when you get the negative side effects from cannabis that we don't like to experience. So you can have hallucinations, you can have paranormal paranoia, you can have dizziness, you can have a nausea, vomiting, you can have diarrhea, you can have all, you can have um, a high heart rate, um, all of those type of things, right? But the way to reverse that is um, CBD. So if you have overindulged off of too much THC, which will cause all of those symptoms, if you use a high amount of CBD, that will downregulate the THC and that will bring you down from the high. Now, if you don't have any THC available, I've read that you can chew a lemon zest is um, some something that people say the zest from the lemon, just put the whole thing in your mouth and chew it. It may not taste that great, but it can help. Um, and then some other people said black pepper um, can also help. So I'm not really sure about that. But my recommendation out there to everyone is to go low and slow. If you go low and slow, you won't have to worry about overindulging. Yes. And one thing is that I know that I didn't take more than what I usually take. It was that I ate a lot of greasy food and marijuana is fat soluble. So it was the fat and marijuana combined and made everything more intense. So when you're starting, don't eat a lot of fat. And like, like Lolita said, slow. Because <laughs> people, you know, you want to get I guess if you're using it either medically or recreational, you want the effects to happen as soon as possible, right? So people think, well, if I do a whole bunch, it'll kick in really fast. Don't think of it like that (laughs) because when it kicks in, it's going to kick in. So you just want to go slow and wait for it to kick in and then enjoy the ride. Yeah, especially for edibles. What, it takes about 30 minutes for an edible to to work. And I've seen people just like keep eating gummy bears and gummy bears. I'm like, stop, like it's going to hit you so hard. You won't be mad at yourself after you did that. So mad, like so upset. (laughs) 
Any advice to anyone who is starting or looking for help? Yes. So, okay. So here's the thing. When I first started out, similar to when you first started out, we just had to do a lot of research and we did a lot of trial and error. And I hated that. It took me a long time to figure out how to use cannabis for me personally. So what I have done with Cansum is I have trained um, nurses from all over the country to teach you how to use cannabis quick and easy. <laughs> so you don't have to do all the research that we had to do in order to use it. So essentially, if you find one of the Cansum trained medical cannabis consultants that are out there, they will give you a treatment plan. They will sit down with you. They will go over your medical history and they will come up with a treatment plan with you that has all of your dosaging. It has all of the routes of administration, the different ways to use cannabis. Um, and they will make it an easy, fun experience instead of you trying to do it yourself. So that's how I recommend that if you're starting out, contact one of us and we'll help you on your journey. Thank you so much, Lolita, for being a part of She Hustles. Lolita is the definition of she hustles. She knows what she wants and she goes for it. To connect with Lolita, check out the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. If there are any special topics you'd like me to go over, please don't hesitate to email me at josirafitness at gmail.com and make sure to drop a review and subscribe. Have a blessed day.